This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. The answer is there is absolutely a favorite child in every single family. <laughs> and in my experience, the this born one, like first, second, middle, whatever, this one born, I almost have factual evidence, will be the favorite in every person's family. Do you really? Look, get into it right now with Dear Abby on Mix 106.5. She's a 10-year-old who's really savvy. Just gets advice with Dear Abby. Yeah. Why am I fired up over this? I don't know. Well, I can tell you right now because I'm not the favorite child. Uh, we okay. We're feeling the energy. My, uh... Let me... Okay, this is Dear Abby. Let yeah. me tell you about before Kramer takes over the segment. So, Abby is my 10-year-old niece. Uh, she lives in California. I'm really close to my family, and so Abby feels the need to tell everybody what to do, so now I just let her do that to me and talk to her about things that are going on in my life. And what's happening this week? So, I, too, think that parents do have a favorite child, and I don't think I'm the one. I don't think I'm the one. And I wanted to share my situation with Abby to see if she agrees with me. But I need a little clarity in this clip before we play it. Because you say that your parents are building something for your sister's room. What does that mean? My mom is basically making some sort of like shelves, some some situation to my sister's bed frame. My okay. mom basically should have her own HDTV show. Okay. Like literally. <laughs> okay. So here's, here's Abby with this week's Dear Abby. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Yep. How do you know if you're the favorite child? Because right now I am feeling neglected. And the reason why I'm feeling neglected is because my mom is in the middle of building something uh, for my sister for her room, which is great. The thing is, is my parents were supposed to send me these side tables two years ago when we first moved here. We've literally been here for almost two years. And my dad works for UPS. And I have gotten oh. nothing. Well, I think either your dad's just being lazy or he just forgot. So you don't think this is an issue of having a favorite child then? Oh, no. Butter's definitely the favorite. You, okay. So I'm, you kidding, think I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In my family, there's no favorite siblings. <laughs> it's me, obviously, <laughs> the firstborn. <laughs> but I just think either your dad's being lazy or he just forgot. And Butter probably just wants something nice for her room. Well, if you say so. Love you. Love you. Butter, by the way, is Jess's sister's nickname. Yeah, my little sister. Y'all, every single family ha- does have a favorite child. And it's yeah. always, it's the baby. It's always the baby of the family. Is it because, you? and they also get away with the most. Is it because at 100%. this point, parents are like tired? Which I get it. I get it. But I- it's a little unfair because at least for me... 
I was I always listened and I always did what I was told. Yeah. My sister zero respect. Doesn't matter. She doesn't care. It's, it's she lives fact. her life, but she gets everything. Somebody can try to prove me wrong, but I have I have analyzed this for years. As the middle child, always get screwed. Always screwed. The oldest is like the responsible one. You don't get a lot of attention. The baby will always be your par- the parent's baby. You will get the most love, the most attention, the most toys, the most everything. Lisa from the Eastern Shore, good morning. Good morning. The baby is always the favorite child. Hands no. down. No, not at all. There are no favorites. Oh, Lisa, come on. your kids Lisa, are not, not present. You don't need to lie to us, <laughs> all right? <No. laughs> Just because you're in the car with your kids. Come on, don't. No, my kids are 27 and 20. Uh-huh. And, and the 20-year-old's oh, yeah. your favorite. And the 20-year-old gets to live, gets to do whatever the heck they want. That part might be true. See? Yeah, see? Okay, Lisa, <laughs> tell me why. Tell me why, I'm Lisa. Tell me why. Because literally, if this is coming from 29 years of just anger, of constantly feeling the need to do everything I was supposed to do. And yet, like, I, I wish I could have made the decision just to be the BAK, the badass kid. Because my <laughs> sister has been that since day one, and she gets whatever she wants. It's funny because we literally have been having this conversation. We took a family vacation, yeah. and the 27-year-old was really irritated yeah. that the 20-year-old got to take the girlfriend, and yep. they shared a room. Uh-huh. And yep. the 27-year-old... You let them share a room? <laughs> and the 20-year-old, or the 27-year-old, literally did not get to share a room with his nope. significant other until they were married last year. Yep, exactly Why? right. What was because, the, because what's he's the not difference? Because he's not the baby. It's that I think we learn from the first child mm. that we don't have to be so strict and we don't have to have so much control. Uh, that it's okay. I, I think I the baby think will always be the baby. Is It'll it learning or is it stamina? And I'm not trying to be <laughs> offensive. I just feel That's like right. you guys do a lot of work and maybe by the time the 20-year-old is 20, you're tired. You know what? We are tired. I'm going to give you five names. And if you are named one of these five names, I want you to call us and tell us how this now presents trouble in your life because your name has been ruined. Uh, This lifehacker.com just put out a list of 12 once normal names that now basically pop culture has ruined. Oh. And so yeah. if, if there's somebody, if you're listening here in Maryland and this is, is your name and it presents problems, please call us, okay? Mm-hmm. Number one, Karen. Karen. You know Karen's on the I list, think right? I saw that one coming. Obviously, the meme of a specific type of an entitled white woman has now become a Karen. And I can only imagine. It's unfortunate because I feel like, I wonder how like peaceful Karen's lives were before that point. Sure because not all Karens are Karens. No, they're not. But you can never complain about anything, I bet. You know, that's your name. How about Mario? If your name is Mario, <laughs> basically, what's like what's what pops in your head when I say Mario? The video game. Absolutely, hundred percent of people are going to say that's that's do 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 do. Okay. Probably can't get away from that, right? What if your name is Katrina? Katrina, like the hurricane Katrina. Aww. Obviously, you know, before the two thousand whatever storm it was. Yeah, you that's probably, the first thing that pops in your head now. You probably could have gotten away with being Katrina with nobody saying something twice about it. But mm-hmm. I would have to assume now, maybe not as much, but people I'm sure have something to say about that. How about the name? Is there anybody right now named Adolf? <sighs> I would think that that probably would have stopped a long time ago. You You would think? Yeah. I don't think I know anyone personally named Adolf, but I don't know how you could not go without getting some type of Hitler reference after being named Adolf. 
And the one that I really I question how much this comes up. If your name is 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 short for Richard, okay? Like if your name is <laughs> Yeah. And it's a name so I can use it on the radio. Yeah. But if your name is Dick <laughs> like is it Or when people still cuz people will still use that as a nickname, like it's fine, like it's just like we're having like a, you know, just chilling. Like I'm just like can we just say the full name? Chris, your boyfriend's name is Richard. It is. And does he go as Dick is short? Mm. Yep, he why? sure does. Why? There's why? So why? But why? Rich, Rich is fine. No, yeah, exactly. He could go by Rich. Why does he make the decision to go by the other name? I honestly don't know what started it. His his mom still calls him Richard. Okay, yeah. I would hope um, so, yes. But it's what he prefers. He actually does not like to be called by his full first name. He so, it. He prefers to be called Dick. Dick, yeah. He's kind of, you know, he's kind of a extroverted, bubbly, I see that. sarcastic, funny guy. I mean, that's, it's giving that energy. It's as, giving it's as, giving big as D dicks energy. There are sometimes. <laughs> yes. um, so, well, the funny thing is, is we're in our 40s. So, like, when uh, we started dating, you know, to hear the word, like, I had to bring myself to use it, like, to even be able to say it. It was d- like, really? Well, what, yeah. what reaction does he get when he introduces his name? Or introduces himself? I, all the time. Like, he just recently went through, like, this whole, like, two-month-long car shopping experience. Mm-hmm. And so, like, every dealership we were in, and he introduced himself. Everybody's face just, like... <laughs> yeah, they're like, what? Especially in a professional like, setting. the mouth kind of opens, and their eyes kind of get big. Yeah. Richard. But, yeah, like, did I hear you correctly? <laughs> can, I, can I call yeah, you Rich like, instead? Would that yeah. be okay? Or Rick? What kind of reaction would you have, as a woman, Jess, if you saw that a guy put his credit score... On his dating profile, like what's the what's the initial reaction? Let's just say you're swiping through, you know, hypothetically, mm-hmm. and just saw that a dude had put his credit score on there. Like, what's the what's like the feeling you get instantly? Despite me saying that, ew, like cringy. Is it cringe to me? I I was just joking with a, a friend because I I have a pretty decent credit score. I'm not here to brag. I work really hard on this. It's 802. It's excellent credit. Obviously, he's here to brag. I was a little bit of a brag. Yeah, that's um, what we're doing right now. But I'm proud of that. And I know that women look for financially responsible men. True? I mean, yeah. So if I just I just got my credit report today, and I was like... So wait, what does that mean? Does that mean people who are interested, are, do you ask them what their credit score is? Well, I, you know what? It's so funny, because I started texting with a friend about this. And she said... This is the text I just got back. She said, I asked my boyfriend for his credit score on our third date. Really? She said, we both have uh, scores over 800. Honestly, I don't think I would have dated someone who didn't. Really? Like, do you know Garage Boy, your boyfriend's credit score? No. And that's like not important to you at all? No. I just I don't know if it'll like come off pretentious of like, oh, look at me and my credit score. But I do understand just wanting the transparency because if this is someone that you're going to spend time and spend your life with and attach yourself to, you know, and eventually possibly share money with, yeah, you know, so I, I understand, I could see the perspective. Is it something that like I need to see right off the bat? No, but I do get where you're coming from and where your friend was coming from. Would it turn you off though? You think if you saw that like up front, I'm like, boom, my credit score is 802. Me? I'd be like, yeah. I don't I don't think that needs to be in the bio. kind of gross. In the bio, kind of no, gross. I'm literally going to take off one of my dating profile pictures and, and put, put a screenshot of my credit score. That's ugly. I want to no, try it for a week. Not can the we picture. Just, can we try it for a week? Just put it in the bio. I still <laughs> think that's gross, but like, it's not as in your face. I want to put a screenshot of my credit score. 
Wait, is it going to be like you in a selfie pointing at it? Or no. Oh, I should. <laughs> no, that's worse. I'm joking. That's actually kind of funny, no, right? It's if not. I'm like, ooh, and I'm pointing not, at it. It's not funny. I'm going to change one of my dating profile pictures to be my credit score for a week, and I just want to see if it gets any kind of different traction. Okay. And let's just kind of see. After a week, we'll come back and we'll figure out, like, is that a good idea? A good idea is a complete D bag, you know? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Always something. Yeah. It's never not something. When it comes to our friends in Pennsylvania, and we prove that to you with a segment that we do call PA So Cray Cray. They're the uh, the gift that keeps on giving to this and region of the world. Yeah, and remember, we're not saying that, you know, everything's all fine and dandy in these parts, because they're not, and we know it. It's just a matter of bizarre situations that you just wouldn't expect happen in PA. The weirdest news stories. I always say Florida, hands down, weirdest news story state. But Pennsylvania is like right there close to second. Yeah. So we have to look up north sometimes and be like, what? This went down on Friday. I don't know if you heard this. actually made major news. There was uh, basically the whole city of Pittsburgh was shut down because they thought there was an active shooter. Did you hear about this? Oh, Pretty scary, yeah. Somebody that works in downtown Pittsburgh sent a text that just said firearm. And then... I guess maybe they stopped checking their phone or something because there was no response after that from the person. That, there's very few details. They're keeping everybody pretty anonymous. Yeah. But the person that received this text that said firearm was like, what? Like, you good? And then, like, no response from the, the, the sender of this yeah, yeah, of this firearm text, right? So, obviously, this person kind becomes kind of nervous, a little anxious. So they called 911. The police rush to the scene, believing there could be a new active shooting situation. They evacuated the whole entire building. Oh, no. They blocked off several streets. And they put schools and apartments on lockdown. Like, everything was shut down in Pittsburgh over the week. Oh, this was on Friday. So, they searched for about two hours. But eventually, it turned out to be just a misunderstanding. Here's the police department, the rep from the police department, talking about what actually happened. I'm so to believe the person texted the person off-site fire 
alarm and or was meant to say fire alarm but i guess it came out as firearm and then they didn't respond to their phone and then so the person that got the text called police because they thought maybe there was immediate danger but there wasn't Okay, in case you didn't hear that, it's kind of a lot of background noise. It's it was like, autocorrect. It was autocorrected. We're supposed to say fire alarm. Yeah. But autocorrected to firearm. Recipient got freaked out. <laughs> Shut down most of Pittsburgh on Friday. Oh, no. I don't think I've heard of a worse autocorrect situation. Situation that literally has shut down. A whole entire major city. The poor guy. Time for our weekly edition of a very uh, intense segment that we call Kid Jokes. It is intense because as a grown adult, you should know this stuff. Yeah. And every week we walk away feeling very defeated. (laughs) Because kids are better than us. Why? They are. They're funnier. Why are they so good? They are. I didn't feel like we were this funny back in the day. We weren't. Getting smarter. Kid jokes goes like this. We're just saying, hey, if you got a funny kid in the car with you right now here in Maryland, have them call our Kid Joke hotline. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. And tell us their best joke. Usually best of as a punchline to it. And then we'll try to solve it. Now, I used to give Jess a hard time. Yeah. Because I was like, these are simple. You should know. Because I I hear them beforehand. Just a little behind the scenes action there. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, the week I went up against him, I was like, this is really tough. It is tough. So try to do it along with Jess in the car with uh, with Kid Jokes. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. My name's Jack, and I'm 10 years old. I'm calling from Maryland. And my joke is that what do you call a dinosaur that snores? A dinosaur? What? <laughs> that snores. What do, what do you, you call a dinosaur that wh- snores? Soar? Snore? Come on, give it to me. A sore. A sore dino. Come on. I mean, We're okay, dino- today. dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Show me dinosaurs. No way. Dinosaur. Yeah! Strong start. Strong start. 855 Kid Joke. 855 Kid Joke. Why was the pickle laughing? Jess, why was the pickle laughing? Why was the pickle five-year-old, laughing? Five-year-old, yeah. Why, why was, was the pickle, pickle laughing? laughing? Okay, so these could be tricky. Okay. Because this could literally just be because he thought something was funny. Could. Because sometimes they're like that. Could be something else. Maybe a little more witty. Okay. Dill. Dill. Pic- d- Cucumbers. Yeah. Uh, really? I don't know. Okay. I forget to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't remember the punchline for this joke. Uh, uh, take a shot. Uh, the pickle was laughing because he, you know, was something about being left out of a jar. Show me left out of a jar. Because it was ticklish. 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 That was good. We should have seen that one coming. I should have known. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. My name is Quinn. I'm 12 years old. I'm from Bel Air, Maryland. And my joke is, what did the cake say to the boxer? What did the cake say to the boxer. What did the cake say to the boxer? Ooh, something having to do with pound cake. Pa- okay, alright. Pound me. Pound out. cake? Oh. Whoa, chill, <laughs> chill, chill. Just let him say the punchline. <laughs> Want a piece of me? That Better. Is, Better. That yeah. makes the most sense. <laughs> chill. I didn't mean it like that. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. I'm calling from West 
Center. And my joke is, what do vegan zombies What do vegan zombies eat? They can't eat brain. It wouldn't make sense. They eat nothing. Nothing? Come on. Okay, okay. What did normal zombies eat? Uh, People. People? So maybe they... Vegans would eat. If they can't eat people, then what? (laughs) Probably still lettuce. Still lettuce? (laughs) Still grass? What? Grains. Grains. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, listen, once you tell us the punchlines, we get them. Yeah, that okay? makes total sense to us. Can we try out a new segment for you this morning? My flop. Might be terrible, Jess. We don't know. Who knows? But why not? Jess has been in a relationship now for two and a half years, right? Mm-hmm. She is kind of the expert authority on relationships. <laughs> If you listen to the show, you know both of us are not really or should not be the expert authority in anything, but we do our best. Probably not, but we're going to try out for a new segment today called The Couple's Corner. And now, now. for the latest on love, here's Jess with The Couple's Corner. Gather around, lovers, gather around. (laughs) All right, listen. So, (laughs) I love it. Off to a great start. So sometimes it really is the little things in life that make all the difference, right? Yes. So BuzzFeed actually just released a list of small changes that some of their users made that ended up really improving their relationship. So maybe some of us can use this in ours. Sure. And as someone with a failed marriage, I can tell you from the opposite side of I feel like it might have saved my marriage. Good. I don't want to I don't want to interrupt the love, but you know, some honesty in the segment. You know, he might always help. has to get that in there one way or another. <laughs> Number one, separate blankets. It was a game changer, this person wrote. Now we each get to be comfortable and we sleep so much better. So smart. My ex-wife and I actually went to separate blankets probably the last three years of our marriage. Could not have been a a better game changer. I think this is a change that I need to make in my relationship like tonight. How many times... Do I ruin everything and take all the blankets? Yeah. Every single time. You're either the stealer or you're the the thevd. You're the thieved one. Thefted. Okay. You've You've been stolen from. I'm the stealer. And... My ex-wife, I actually, I mean, we kind of switch back and forth. It makes no sense. Why do we have two people in one blanket? The math doesn't even add You're up. You're right. Doesn't matter. You know up. what? From now on, every single like package of a comforter, there should be double, two in there. Double, hundred percent. Okay, right, I love we're it. changing that. Yep. Number two. My spouse and I have a rule. Nobody is psychic. A reader explained, meaning if you have a need or want or something is wrong, just tell the other person. Otherwise, they literally will not know. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Are you able to go to Garage Boy, your boyfriend, and be like, here's exactly how I feel? Because <laughs> I feel like I wasn't great at it in my marriage. I feel like I have to beat around the bush a lot. No, I think that's a major change that I've made just because sometimes I feel like we assume, well, if they really knew us, they would just know. Yeah. And that tends to bite you in the ass. You know, I mean, you kind of do that to yourself when it's just easier. Like now I have a little post-it on the fridge. I don't like mustard, you know? <laughs> To keep us it's from a true. situation. You know what? That's true. Just to keep us from a situation. I don't like mustard. I need you to know that. And we've never had a conversation about it again. Jess came on the radio complaining. She's like, garage boys should know that I don't like mustard. And like, just want to just tell them again. I love it. I right. love it. Okay. Give me two more. Uh, married 35 years, split our bank accounts 22 years yep, ago. 100%. What do you think about that? Yep. 100%. Y'all do not just. Wait. So should you have three bank accounts no, then? No. No. I mean, you can if you want, but God, my ex-wife and I fought so much over money. It wasn't fault, but it was like always, it wasn't always, but it, 
if I were to say the biggest point of contention in our marriage, yeah. it was 100% finances. Because it comes down to, well, why'd you spend that much on that? Yeah. Just throwing the budget off like over here. If everybody has their own separate money, and then somehow you figure out how to pay your bills together, mm-hmm. be so much happier. I mean, you and Garage Boy have your own separate accounts. We have separate accounts. Don't yeah. put them together. Never? My, my advice. And maybe you feel differently. Not even like a joint one? I don't know. First of all, I'll never do it again. Okay. I'll never in my life. So if you get remarried, you're nope. never going to have... No? Nope. That's my money. is your money. The kids can figure it out. They're old enough to have jobs. Okay. They can make YouTube stars at this point. Okay. Are you at the age yet where you have to start parenting your parent? Because it's a really weird transition. I'm going through it right now. I, I love my mother. She's my favorite person on the face of the earth, right? And I'm slowly starting to see some of her judgment go, her judgmental skills as she's getting older. She's 69. And just this year alone, so in five months, she's had to cancel three credit cards due to some type of online scam that she's fallen for. And it got really bad this week because I'm going to literally read you this email that she got. Okay. And I'll tell you what she ended up falling for. Should we post a picture of it on our story? Yeah, we can. So you can kind of see. To me, this seems... That's why I wanted to run it by you to see if this just seems so blatantly scammy to you guys. Yeah. Like anybody would be able to say, hey, I know this is a scam. Mm -hmm. I need to steer clear from this. Mm -hmm. It's an email. The title is, welcome to your survey. All one word. Welcome to your survey. 95906. Okay. Would you even clicked on that? Would you even clicked on that email? No. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't either. I don't know. Like, what the I, hell? Why I, is it I one word? I need to word? see what it looks like. Can you send it to me? Yeah, I'll send it to you right now. Okay. Um, so it starts there. Now, this email, so maybe you would have made it past that part. Yeah. Let's keep going. The sender of this email, the email address, it's from the name UPS underscore feedback, which, okay. But the email address, y'all, is like a bunch of letters and then 349 at gmail.com. So now it's coming from a Gmail account. To me, this is like red flag number two. Okay. And then literally it says your email's been selected. Dear UPS customer, you've been selected to get an exclusive reward. To qualify, simply complete this 30-second marketing survey with your, uh, about your shopping experience. Shopping experience? With UPS? Click here to start, but it's a limited time offer, and it's got a clock that ticks down. Okay. 34 minutes left, so you better hurry if you want to do this. To me, this is like blatant online scam, right? But like, it's why? just a survey, so I'm sure she's like, okay, I'll answer a few questions. So she goes through, y'all. She takes this survey. At the end of the survey, and the survey looks fairly legitimate. Okay. It's like 15 questions, and the questions are, like, how was your experience? Do you know about this feature? Do you know? And it seems legitimate. At the end, it gave you, like, it's like, hey, congratulations. Now there's five items that you can choose from, and all you have to do is pay shipping and handling, and we'll ship them to you. And I'm like, that's red flag number 58 at this point. Like, yeah. why would they charge you? So my mom has been wanting some AirPods. And she saw that there were AirPods on there, mm-hmm. and all she had to pay was five ninety five. Well, she puts her credit card information in. No. What happens? Of course, they take her credit card information. I think they charged her like two hundred dollars, so she had to go through and cancel her card, get it reversed. Mm-hmm. It's like it's honestly it's sad. Like I'm getting to a point where it's like a little bit sad, but I don't know what I can do. Did it look kind of legit though? No. No. I don't think so. We'll post. Listen, will you take? 20 seconds out of your day because maybe 
because it's my mom, I'm more protective. Right. You know? I want to see it because I, I haven't seen it yet. H- hit us with a follow really quick at Kramer and Jess. At Kramer and Jess on Instagram. And I'll post a screenshot of this email because I'm curious if it would have... If you would have seen this and obviously been like, oh my God, that's a scam. Mm-hmm. Because maybe I'm too close to it because it is my mom. So what I did yesterday is I, I bought her a pair of AirPods because I don't want her to like mm-hmm. fall for this stuff anymore. I don't know. I'm not getting emotional about this. It's just, I don't know. It just makes me sad. Hey, Caitlin, good morning. Hi, Tamara. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. I just wanted to call in and kind of just, you know, give you some information on that. I'm actually from the financial industry, so I'm really familiar with this aspect. And you know what? A lot of people, really, especially elderly people, they fall for all these scams. And, you know, I think it's a big part in the fact of which they're not as up to date and, you know, modern technology and stuff Mm -hmm. like that yeah but the good thing is is your mom has you to kind of help her and to kind of guide her and teach her through these things because all the a lot of the other elderly people who are scammed they don't have people to sit there and help them and kind of explain Mm. to them like hey you know be careful this is the thing so you know your mom's not the only one my grandma herself she got scammed with amazon and she doesn't even have an amazon account so wait what was how does she fall for Amazon? this is this it it kind of blows our minds as young people because we're like wait what how do you fall for that what was the Amazon scam. Do you remember? Yes, I do. So they called her and told her that, hey, you know, your Amazon account has been compromised. A couple people's other accounts have as well. You know, can you confirm the accounts you use with us? So that way we can make sure that it hasn't been compromised. And well, because she doesn't have Amazon, she wasn't sure which account. So she gave them all of her account numbers oh and they had every single account she had. Oh, no. Makes me sick. Kim, your, your dad got scammed out of how much? Ten thousand dollars wow. in in gift cards. It was it, I don't remember exactly what the scam was, but it was something he clicked on in, in an email. They were able to mirror his bank account, and they showed something. It was something like he had taken ten thousand dollars from the government, and he was going to be like penalized, and he had to pay them back in gift cards. And so he bought $10,000 worth of gift no. cards, and that way it couldn't be traced, no. and there was nothing you could do to cancel, and no. we, like, you know, we called the police and everything, and there was nothing they could do. No. Nothing. So nothing, he just lost 10, 10 grand. We lost 10 grand oh. in a day. How old is your dad, or was he at the time? He was 74. Okay. So, I mean, my mom's 69. Does it not just break your heart a little bit, though? That, like... Yeah, it's it's horrible. I mean, these people prey on senior citizens. I know. And I, I told my dad that if he gets an email like that, that... If there's something in question, he should never click on a link. He should go to, like, the company's website and contact customer service or if it's the government, you know. Like, don't click on a a link in in an email. And I told him, you know, he should always check with me and my sister. Mm -hmm. I think um, the good reminder today is, like, check in with your parents today and just say, hey, just FYI, if you get a weird email or phone call, just run it by me first because... And we had a listener, Gail, call in a few minutes ago, and she was saying that her mom is... and she, they get calls all the time and just something to watch out for. Anything medical related, yeah. like they try to sell to them. Yeah. So just keep an eye out on that too. It's just crappy, crappy people out there. Thank you for calling us. You're welcome. Have a great one. You know what the hardest part about COVID is? What? <laughs> Sleeping without my partner. Really? That's the hardest part for you? I'm like sad about it. I didn't realize how uncomfortable it makes me feel. Because so, I'm I'm low-key scared of the dark, not even going to lie. So let's take a uh, 
step back really quick. Jess has been home this week with COVID, and you. This is not the first time you've had. This is the third time you've had it, and keep in mind again. I don't want to be insensitive to those who have COVID really bad, but most of yours have been mild to medium episodes of COVID, right? Yeah, I'd say the first one was really, really bad. Yeah. And the second one was all right. This one, I mean, I was I was confused. I didn't even know I had it. And I, and I think it was because it was the first one that I got after being vaccinated and boosted that I just thought it was like allergies. So yeah. this time, you know, thankfully it was okay. I wonder if most people in your situation, like if you're in a relationship, do you feel the same way Jess does? And so what's the issue with that you're realizing now this time with COVID and not having, obviously you and your boyfriend, garage boy are sleeping in separate areas you're in the bed Mm -hmm. and he's on the couch yeah so what are you what are you realizing about this i think i didn't realize how much physical touch plays into our relationship because Mm. i've been feeling kind of sad and i'm like why am i i mean obviously i'm sad because i can't like i haven't been at work i have like i've been around people haven't been able to go outside but like even like last night i noticed just kind just because we're just so far apart from each other even just like the simple him coming home from work, you know, and, and like, like me hey. giving him a hug. I'm like waving from far away. <laughs> hey, what's up? From the yeah, bedroom. and then at nighttime, like I, he's sleeping on the couch and I leave the door open because I do have this like tiny, tiny, tiny nightlight in my room because I don't like sleeping in like just pitch blackness, you know? Yeah. Are you? And having- I just like, I like knowing that someone is next to me. And so I have a hard time falling asleep because I'm by myself <sighs> because I'm so used to him being there. Is that healthy though? Like, does that I don't care. You, does that make you <laughs> like, I need him to come back. Does that make you worried at all? I think I just like being next to him. Like I, and it made it, it made me sad the last couple of days, like not being able just to like be close to him. Yeah, and I didn't, it's bumming me out. I'll tell you what, man. It's the one thing, honestly. If you ask me, the top things I will be the most sad about about being in a relationship, it is sharing the bed with another human. And that's why I'm wondering, like, do you, you can text us or call us if you want to, 410-583-1065. Do you not sleep well when your partner's not there? Because I cannot sleep well with anyone in my bed now. I cannot. Y'all had a young woman in my bed, uh, this has been a couple months ago now, but I just remember how hot it was. Like, it was just hot. Like, another body, like, rolling around, moving around, still in the covers. I'm terrible to share a bed with because I, for some reason, in my sleep, I find myself just trying to move closer to him. So when I wake up, he's like holding on for dear life at the other edge of the bed. I'm wondering if he feels the same way or if he thinks it's like a nice break. Yeah. What if he's gotten the best sleep of his life the past week? He may- but I tested negative this morning, so holler. <laughs> so I'm going to read a couple of text messages this is from you guys talking about your situation. Are you sad when you don't share the bed with your partner or is it like the best thing ever? Text the 443. <laughs> My husband recently went on a trip to celebrate his friend making partner in their accounting firm, and he was gone for three nights. I loved having the house to myself after the kids went to bed, and I love having the bed to myself. Married people, I got to remind y'all. Because, listen, I get it. Like, you get so normal. You get so used to it. But you get that second of freedom. It's going to so make Kramer, you. So, Kramer, what are you going to do? So, do you think I, for a solution for your life will be actually purchasing two separate beds and then just pushing them together? Like, no. Or do, you not, or do you not even want that? You, like, still need some, like, separation in between. No joke. And this is not just for, like, radio shock and all or anything. I really think with my next partner, we're going to have separate rooms. <laughs> and, like, we can come visit each other's spaces and like you know do what we're going to do but 
at the end of the night, you go into your room and I'm going to my room and I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep like a baby. Okay. So a sleep divorce, that's an actual term, by the way. Sleep I'm, divorce. I don't think I can go back to sharing a bed with somebody, man. I don't think I can. Text from the yeah. 240, it says, uh, I'm in a long-distance relationship. The first few days back after seeing each other and sharing the bed is the worst. No. Hates it. Here's no a, way. This one made my skin crawl, though, because I cannot imagine how annoying this is. Text from the 443. says, I sleep just fine without my partner because he listens to affirmations out loud while he's sleeping. And That's I, so nice. I like complete silence. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.